welcome everybody to another episode of Northgate Beyond. My name welcome. is Pastor James Shook. With me is our senior pastor, Pastor Chad Kirk. That's me. That is him. Yes. All right. We are going to dive in today into uh, transformation information. Yes. Transformation. The latest sermon uh, mm-hmm. that you preached on Sunday. We're going to dive a little bit deeper, but first, why don't you go ahead and introduce it and let us know where we are. Sure. Uh, transformation information. Uh, of course, that's what it's titled. We're going to be focusing on this uh, this month and different things, but it's the power to transform. Um, and it's taken, of course, out of Romans chapter 12, mm-hmm. a very famous verse, verse 2, um, which just says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Uh, then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasant and perfect. Um, and basically, that's the, the train of thought that God does want us to transform. And uh, and it's usually something that we all want to transform in our lives. Something, you know, uh, something where we fall short, something that we feel like we're giving up, that if I wish I could change it, I want to transform it, whether it be something emotional, spiritual, physical, it doesn't matter. We all have transformations to do uh, that we want to do, but uh, how? How do we make it happen, and what do we do? And a lot of times the reason we fail is because we're depending on us to do it. Uh, But if we want real transformation, Mm -hmm. it has to come through God and his power. It has to come through him, and that's basically the premise of this whole sermon series is Mm -hmm. understanding that we put a lot of it on us when really— a lot of it is on God. Now, it's not completely just shoved on God, like, God, you do it for me. Right. You know, it's not that. Uh, but it it does uh, require us to work alongside God if we want the transformation to take place and we want it to stick. Mm-hmm. You know, we're into March. You know, we talked about New Year's resolutions. They're gone by now. Sure. You know, yeah, it's because a, a lot of times it's it was a, a thing of the past. Yeah, <laughs> it's our effort. It's what we do. Right. And if you're still going strong, then God bless you. But yeah, a lot of times we fall short. And uh, uh, and when we're sticking in Romans, uh, Paul, uh, he had a great perspective on it about the things that in Romans chapter seven, he addresses a lot of this. I'm not going to read it verbatim. I'm just going to hit the high points. But read Romans chapter seven. Uh, but he talks about, and he comes out and says, you know what? I really don't understand myself. He's like, I don't understand. He's like, because the things that I want to do, I don't do. Right. And the things that I don't want to do, I end up doing. Right. And, and basically he's like, who's going to deliver me from right. this? We right. know it's Jesus Christ. And of course he comes to that conclusion too, but he says, but it's Jesus who, uh, is the answer. To all of this, and the answer to our transformation is Jesus. Right. We can only change ourselves so much <coughs> yeah. in our own power, our own effort. And a lot of times it doesn't stick. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's there for a month or two, a day or two. But if we want real, everlasting change in our life, right? then it has to come through Christ. Mm-hmm. It has to be his power. It has to be his authority. Um, so that's the premise of this whole sermon series is talking about... Uh, a way to get real change in our life. And some of the things we talked about Sunday is uh, it's not God, then me. And what what I mean by that is it's not uh, God, uh, if you will do this for me, then I'll do this. Yeah, that's Do not, X, Y, I do Z. Yeah. Let's move on. That is not trying to work. make a deal with God 
and that's not right. the way we do things. Yeah. Um, Who is so, he that we should be? Uh, he should be a game show host to us. You exactly. Know I mean? You know, yeah, it's we don't not, make deals with God. Yeah, it's not. Let's make a deal. So, uh, so it's not God. Then, if you'll do this, God, then I'll do this. And it's not God. You do it, and I don't want to do anything. You mm-hmm. do it all, God. Mm-hmm. That's not the way to transform your life either. Is to just say, God, you do it all, because God can do it all. But God wants us involved. That's why He came to save us. That's why. Right. I mean, He's totally sufficient on His own. He don't need us. Mm-hmm. You know. Thankfully, He loves us and cares for us and and created us. Uh, but it's not like He's dependent upon us. Right. So we can't say, Well, God, you do it all, because that's not what God wants. Like it's not God, not me. Uh, but but it's God through me, and that's where we're trying to get in this series is to understand that God is is the source of change. He's the 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 power to change. He's the power to to maintain the change. Um, but it has to be God working through me. Mm-hmm. If I take God out of the the picture and I say, well, I'm just going to try real hard. My try hard will fail. Mm-hmm. It'll come up short. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and most people, if you're listening to this, you could say, yep, I tried it and it didn't work out. I tried to lose weight or I tried to, uh, you know, start working out or I tried to do a resolution or I tried, you know, whatever. And it burns out mm-hmm. because it's our effort. And, and a lot of times we're not able to do that. But... When it comes to these things, it's God through me, mm-hmm. God through me, um, and and that's the way we have to look at it is is letting God work through us. Um, one thing that uh, Paul talked about in First Corinthians chapter fifteen, you can go read verse nine and ten for yourself. But uh, I love what Paul said in verse ten because he says, "Whatever I am now." He's like, listen, he's like, I'm people call me apostle. I'm not, you know, it's not if whether I'm a called apostle is not. He wasn't hung up on his title. Uh, he's like, but he's like, whatever I am now in God, it's because he poured out his favor on me. Yeah, it's because he worked. He's working in me and through me. Right. And that's how I've achieved any type of change in my life. Right. It has to be through God. Yeah. Not even worthy to be called an apostle. Exactly. I think that's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, but you know what? It's He's like, and I've worked hard. Paul says, you know, I've worked hard in the ministry. I've done what I'm supposed to do. But he's like, but it's not me that's doing the work. Right. It's God through me that's yeah. doing the work. And to me, that's where true transformation has to happen yeah. in the Christian walk is we have to get to the point where we can transform and we can change in whatever area. It doesn't have to be physical. It could be mentally. It could be spiritually. It could be emotionally. There's all kinds of ways to change. But we can move forward if we do it through God and with God's help, hand in hand, walking together. God is the source of change. We know that. But uh, if we're going to transform, if we're going to be transformed, then we have to realize that God is the agent that makes transformation happen. Right. Uh, and if you nothing being claimed for ourselves, exactly, it is, it is God and Him, Him alone, right, that does um, the work. So, so we got to remember those things, and then um, to sum this up, so we can get into other conversation. But um, the grace that saves you is also the grace that changes you. Mm-hmm. God gave us grace to save us, to forgive us of our sins. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that. But 
That grace is meant to change you. Yeah. Salvation isn't the finish line. Mm-hmm. Salvation is the, the starting gun. Sure. You know, if yeah. you're talking about a race, it's like, okay, you're saved. Now All right. What? You know, it's time to go. It's time to start. Well, uh, and even uh, one of the greatest, to me, we quote it all the time in preaching and teaching, but uh, Zechariah 4, 6 that says it's not by strength, but uh, not by force, not by power, not by strength, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Um, okay, well, that should tell us right there that I could be the strongest person mentally, physically, emotionally on the planet. Mm-hmm. But even in all of my strength, I'm not going to achieve the transformations in my life that I need. Yeah. Because it's not by strength and it's mm-hmm. not by power. It's not by willpower. We hear right. that a lot. You know, you guys have willpower. Well, our human willpower will eventually wane. It will mm-hmm. eventually fade out. It will eventually fail. But if we want real change in big areas, not just, you know, physical ones, but but in every area of our life, if we want our mentality to change, if we want our emotions to change, if we want to get better for the Lord, it's got to be through him mm-hmm. and through his spirit and through what he's doing in our life. Uh, and that's the transformation because uh, Christ in us is stronger than the wrong in us. Right. Because everybody's got wrong in them. You know, sorry to burst your bubble. If you're listening at home, you're not perfect. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your church attendance might Aww. be perfect, but you're not. Right. Uh, and neither am I. You know, I'm not boasting either. We're not perfect. Only Christ is perfect. Um, and there are wrong desires in all of us, if we're being honest, right. uh, that we have to fight every day. But Jesus in me is stronger than those desires. Right. And he can be stronger than those desires. So if I want to change, you know, uh, and to quote Paul, you know, oh, wretched man that I am, you know, who yeah. will deliver me from the body of this death yeah. when he's complaining in Romans? That's, that's one of the things he's complaining. He's like, I. I try to do what's right, and I can't. You know, I keep failing. I keep messing up. The body uh, of death. Yeah. yeah, but even Paul comes to the conclusion, but it's not me. It's Christ working in me and yeah. through me that gives me to the victory. Right. And uh, so we can overcome those wrong desires and wrong decisions. We can transform, but it has to be through the help of God Yeah. if we want it to last. Like anybody can change their routine for a week, mm. but— are yeah. you able to keep that up? You know, yeah, is it sustainable? It for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Right. For the rest of your life. Yeah. Uh, because if we change our behavior, but we don't change our heart, that behavior is going to come back. Right. Absolutely. I mean, and and you, we've seen that. This is why, like, every diet fad usually fades out or, uh-huh. or every, you know, whatever we're doing. of Like, I'm going to start doing this. Well, uh, we can change our behavior for a, a brief amount of time. Yeah. But if it, if we're not changing who we are, mm-hmm. it's going to come back. It's just, it's nature. It's going to happen. Yeah. But if we want change to stick, if we want true transformation, that I once was this and now I'm this, to be truly transformed, then I have to, to re- surrender my life to someone who can transform it. Right. And that, and to the only person who can transform a person's way, the way they think, the way they act, the way they yeah. they approach the day, the only person who can do that is the Lord. Yep, is the Lord. He, he's the only one. Yep. Uh, Our transformation is not something. 
done easily. That's mm-hmm. absolutely. He's the he's the only one that can do that stuff. Yeah, and I think a lot of times we don't give Jesus the chance to change things that we don't think. Now I know this is weird, but that we don't think is in his repertoire, even right. though he's God Almighty. <laughs> that we think, well, God's concerned about my spiritual life, and he's concerned about my spirituality, and mm-hmm. he's concerned about my faith, and he's concerned about my church stuff. Uh, and things like that, but like, I don't know, maybe you worry a lot. Maybe you're constantly in a state of anxiety mm-hmm. and worry. And yeah, you may pray, God help me with my anxiety, but are you really asking God to help you? Or are you really wanting him to transform you? Uh, or have you just learned to live with it? Right. Because we don't have to live like that. Yeah. We don't. But we just say, well, uh, well, and, 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 it, and it kills me sometimes to think about this, but how we can think and, and believe, and I wholeheartedly believe, I, I wouldn't be here if I wouldn't believe in this, that Jesus Christ can wash away all my sins, wash away every wrong I've ever done, and establish relationship with God Almighty mm-hmm. with, with me, and walk with me and talk with me, but yet there's still other areas in my life that can't change. Mm-hmm. That blows my mind how many Christians walk around with that mentality. Like, oh, he can save my eternal soul. And one day I'm going to make it to heaven. But, man, this worrying thing, I I just live with it. Yeah. You know, I just got it. And I know people are going to come back at me. Well, what about a thorn in the side? Thorn in the side. Even <laughs> when Paul talked about, I have a thorn in the flesh. Yeah. Uh, and we don't know what it was. Some people think it may have been blindness. Some may have been old or who knows, whatever. But... Whatever, <laughs> Paul had a thorn in the flesh. Yeah. And God and Jesus told him, My grace is sufficient. A lot of times we interpret that as like, well, God just said, Deal with it, Paul. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Deal with it. That's not what he said. He said, I will give you grace to handle this. Mm-hmm. You're not going to suffer with this. I'll give you grace to handle it. Working together, grace is sufficient mm-hmm. to meet this problem. You don't have to change it yourself, Paul. And you don't have to have, some people thought it was his eyesight. You don't have to have brand new eyes, Paul. You don't need me to, to you know, touch your eyes. And, and if that's what it was, I don't know. But yeah, uh, whatever it was, whatever his uh, thorn inside, maybe it was just a temptation that got the best of Paul sometimes. Right. I, who knows? We yeah. don't know. We don't know what it was. Yeah. But, uh, but whatever it was, God was telling him, hey, I've got enough grace to handle this. Mm-hmm. And if you will just trust me, we'll get through this and, and it's going to be okay uh, because he can work in us the change we need. But a lot of times we think we take that scripture of my grace is sufficient for you to think, well, that just means God's saying tough deal with it. Yeah. And that's not what God is saying yeah. when he says my grace is sufficient. He's saying way more profound than yeah that. it's way more profound than just deal with it yeah just deal with uh, it uh, i have enough grace to see you through this yes like my grace is sufficient yes not that i know you want this but what i've given you is grace so that can just go away or that can just go right away you're gonna have this su- is gonna suffer through it like there are things that i wish were different you know what i mean like there are sure. things that hinder me sure and, <clears throat> like quote unquote uh thorns in my side of course um, but there are, are even more, and I'm, and I'm still working through those, and we're trying, I think that all of us are, you're going to continue to find yes. things in your life, uh, whether it's <clears throat> a big time or, you know, in your heart or in your mind or your conscience or whatever, 
there's just lots of stuff that we all struggle with and I, I yes. have my issues and I try to work through those things and but I have noticed that <clears throat> there are, there are so many more that I have oh, that we've overcome and I say we because it's mainly God doing it mm-hmm. but I get to reap the benefits of it right. you know what I mean I get the the guilt free and I get to live without the uh, conscience con- constantly weighing on me or yes. Or something else. I, I'm free from it. I'm free from my sin, or I'm free from my, my, my flesh in some right. way. And uh, um, you know, and it wasn't like some kind of miraculous. One day it was here. One day it wasn't. You know, it was. Right. Uh, it was a process that God put me through, and it was His grace that saw me through it. Right. So when I hear, when I read that, my grace is sufficient. Yes, Lord, it is. Like Your grace mm-hmm. is sufficient to carry me through when I'm at my weakest until I get to the place where I'm ready. And you can take that from me, right. or you can teach me how to overcome, or you can put whatever trial you put me through, whatever thing, whatever valley I got to end up in, so that I. But your grace is sufficient to put me in, right. sufficient enough to see me through it. Uh, and I, I, but the Bible also says we will have victory, you know, and I, yes. that's what we also stand on, mm. you know, and and not all of it has to wait until heaven, um, although some of it no will, yeah. you know, and. That's just the fact of it. But we get victory now. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's not everything, but his grace is sufficient. Yes. Until. And yep. who? what does it matter? Uh, it's not suck it up. Right. And deal with it, buttercup. It's what does it compare to? You know what right. I mean? Like my grace is sufficient to see you through until I'm, you know, until you're at a place where I can take this from you or where right. I can work this through. Yeah. But even if it doesn't come, my grace will see you through. Right. It's not. It's not a, a a slap in the face to Paul. It's Paul's attempt to com- comfort right uh, these people and yeah. like and many times I've sought the Lord. Three times I've sought the Lord. Yeah, this thorn in my side, and three times He has responded. Uh, my grace is sufficient. So yeah, I don't think it's like a hey, shut up your whining and complaining. Yeah, it's not a problems, deal with you it. know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's that at all. No, it's not. Uh, it comes across more like. Uh, you know, when we look at it through these this lens or through mm-hmm. with this context, it's like I think it's a teaching. It's a loving moment. Yes. Like, look, you're gonna be all right. I promise you. I'm I'm struggling with the same stuff, but like His grace is sufficient. Right. And it will see us through, and until whatever resolution, whatever right. it may be, uh, His grace is stronger. It's better. It's mm-hmm. it's faster. It's more. It's better, right. You know, it tastes better. It looks better. Yeah. His grace is sufficient. Well, and <clears throat> the. Grace. A lot of times, people think that grace is just okay. Like what well, we sing the, the 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 great song, "Amazing Grace." Sure. How sweet to sound. You know, I, I once was lost, and now I'm found. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that we we uh, compare grace and and really define grace by like, oh, the grace of God forgives me of my sin. Yes, mm-hmm. it does. But the grace of God is also active in your life to help you overcome these problems in your life right. like because when paul his thorn in his flesh we don't know if it was sin or if it was something physical the sure. bible doesn't say but we can't assume either way mm-hmm. so maybe it was a sinful thing god said hey we can work it out we got grace we can work it out maybe it was something that hindered him physically mm-hmm. mentally maybe it was you know maybe as awesome as paul was maybe he had an inferiority complex and and sure. always thought less of himself and he's like god i just wish i'd get away from that maybe he got nervous every time i don't know yeah. nobody knows doesn't seem like it but it doesn't it's seem possible. yeah you know i'm not saying i'm not trying to downplay paul I know. love paul uh but uh what i'm saying is we don't know and there's a lot of times that 
we look at grace as like, oh, we got grace because that's our escape from sin. And yes, it is. But grace is also a teaching tool Mm -hmm. that God uses to bring us along and to grow us uh, because uh, we mature as we walk along. And like I may go to God and say, God, I cannot stop. You know, I used worry earlier. I'll use it again. I can't stop worrying. I'm so concerned about this and I know you're God almighty and I know you're this, but I can't sleep at night and I, you know, I, I'm yeah. antsy all the time and, and I'm so scared because I'm worried about this. When God says, okay, well, my grace is sufficient for you. Yeah. He's not saying, well, it's all right. Deal with it. No, he's saying together grace, we're going to walk through this mm-hmm. and you're going to grow in grace and I'm going to allow grace to have a work in your life to where we can work through this process together. And and to me, that's what it is. It doesn't mean that God's just like, okay, you're stuck there forever. Mm-hmm. To me, it's to grow in it. It's to grow in the grace of God and and to mature. And God has time for us, just like a child. Right. Like, you know, like a father and a child. You know, my son didn't, you know, start walking on day one. Right. You know, it took him a good while. Mm-hmm. I had to carry him a lot. Had to change his diapers. Had to feed him. Practically had to do everything for him. Yeah. Early on. What did you do? Exactly. Man, silly kids. But when he got to that point where he finally let go of something and took a few steps, I was very proud. I was like, ah, look, he's doing it. He's walking. Yeah. It didn't last very long. He walked a few right. steps. Boom. Okay. Yeah. You know, cry. You know why? Yeah. Pick him up. Hey, try it again. Try it again. Try it again. Try You're going to get stronger. Mm-hmm. To me, it's a great picture of grace because even that whole thing of him learning there's times of failure. There's times where, oh, you only took two steps that time, you fell. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you weren't watching where you're going, you ran into the wall and you fell. You know, uh, yeah, and there's bumps and bruises along the way. But all along, he's still learning how to walk. Right. And it's the uh, same thing with us in Christ. Mm-hmm. We're learning how to walk this life out. And sometimes we're going to hit a wall and sometimes we're going to hit snags and sometimes we're not going to pay attention and we're going to run into the corner of some chair or something, you know, not physically, you know, but we're going to hit snags and struggles from time to time. And when God says my grace is sufficient, meaning, hey, it's okay. You know what? You you had a setback. My grace is here. I'm going to pick you up. Mm-hmm. We're going to try it again. And this time you're going to get stronger. And mm-hmm. this time you're going to get more. And, and, and you're going to get better. And to me, that's how you grow in the grace of the Lord. You grow. Uh, and and to me, that's where you develop this mentality of, okay, I'm not in this by myself. Because a lot of people, the first time that they fail, they quit. Right. Like, that's hard. I can't do it. I'm done because God's not going to do it for me. Well, if I, using the same scenario, never allowed my sons or my daughter to ever fall because the moment they started to fall, I rushed in and picked them up mm-hmm. and held them real tight and, and loved on them. My son's 23 now. Right. He would still be not being able to walk, right? Because dad would have to carry him everywhere he goes, right? Absolutely. No, there has to come a time of maturing, and when we get to these transformations, yeah, everybody wants God to just snap His fingers and transform us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who wouldn't? You know, and yes, God 
can redeem us and he can set us free and he can wash away our sin and wash away our shame. He, he does it all the time. He, he's good to forgive and he's quick to forgive. Uh, that's what the Bible tells us. We understand that. But growing in the grace of God and growing in God, there's going to be times where it's hard. There's going to be times where God wants you to walk along with him so that you're growing mm -hmm. and learning. That's why he's a good father mm -hmm. because that's what fathers do. You know, we want our children to learn. Mm -hmm. And we know, and uh, and I'm not trying to be all masculine, but we know as dads, like, oh, they fell. Oh, you know, they're crying a little bit. All right, yeah. they'll, they'll be all right. Get back up, try it again. Throw some dirt on it. You'll be all right. Yeah, you know. And I'm not saying that God's like that, but I'm saying there is some of that. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah that God's like, it's okay. I know you felt. I think he was telling Paul that. Right. He's like, Paul, you're tripping. You keep asking yeah. me, you know, take this from me. God, take this from me. He's like, we're going to learn through this. You're fine. We're going to walk through this together, and yeah. you're going to be all right. I gave it to you for a reason. Yeah. Because... And we often, uh, that's something that crosses my mind quite frequently. Mm -hmm. I think like, what if I didn't have this? Yeah. What if I didn't have this limitation or that limitation? Like, right. To me, they're embarrassing or me, they're, to me, they're, uh, they're something that like, man, that's so easily overcomable for so many people, mm -hmm. but it's like a badge of disappointment for me right. or disgrace even. Mm -hmm. So I think to myself, like, what if I didn't have that limitation? Like, what if I wasn't limited by this or that? And I often right. think like from God's point of view, yeah, but you'd be hurting in other areas yeah. that you're successful at now. Exactly. So like, either you're going to be the person I made you to be. Right. And, you know, pursue perfection and pursue being right. a disciple and pursue me, like mm. those things that are that are great, uh, and be satisfied with the things that you think you're limited. Right. And uh, just be satisfied with being who you are. Uh, well, being, you know, who yeah. he made us to be. Uh, right. And it also, oftentimes it seems like because we can't see the whole planet one time that we're, mm. you know, we're inept or we're yeah. unable to be who he's called us to be. Right. Uh, but it's not true. Right. And his grace is sufficient yes. to transform us well, and make us who he wants us to be. And, and it's, a, it's a journey. That's awesome because like that you mentioned that because it's right along uh, that Second Corinthians twelve nine, mm -hmm. And I used that on Sunday uh, where the Lord said, my grace is all you need or right. my grace is sufficient. My power works best in weakness so now I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. Yeah. Uh, I love that scripture because it's not Paul saying, like, everybody look how weak I am. That's mm -hmm. not what he's talking about. But what he's saying is that God is telling him, listen, if you really want to experience my strength, mm -hmm. it's going to come in your weaknesses. Mm -hmm. That's where you're going to yeah. sense the strength of God. I'm not going to use you because you're flawless. Right. I'm going to use you in spite of your flaws. Exactly. I'm going to receive glory. Right. In spite of your flaws. Right. That person's still going to get understand, and I'm still going to be able to reach that person. And I'm right. Still, I'm still going to be praised as king, not because of your flawlessness. Exactly. But in spite of your flaws, all this stuff's going to happen. All the more should we boast in Christ, in Christ alone. Yeah. yeah. And and I think sometimes, I think as Christians, we've got to start developing that mentality yeah. of not just bragging about how weak we are, but also not shying away from our weaknesses. Because sure. we often want to, to me, to put up our shiniest shields. Mm -hmm. 
Be like, look how shiny my shield is. See how see how spotless my Christianity is. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't ever make a mistake. Yeah. I don't ever think a bad thought. I don't ever, you know, fail. Uh, uh, I'm good. I got a three piece suit, bro. Yeah, I am super yeah. righteous. I'm golden know? everywhere. Look at me, just yeah. like Jesus. Yeah, me and him, yep. flawless together. Jesus would have wore a gold watch shoe. Yeah, no, that's not the way we are, <laughs> yeah. and that and it's crazy that we pretend to be that. Yeah, just think of how much more, how more effective. Mm-hmm. We could be as a church mm-hmm. if we didn't portray the mask of perfection. Exactly. And instead, in spite of my flaws, look how good God is. Exactly. In spite of all of my mistakes and all right. of my failures and all of my right. inability to be who God has required that I should be. Right. In spite of all of that, even mm-hmm. at my lowest, he's still able. And Amen. It, <laughs> and it opens, and I know we're running out of time on this podcast, but it, right. maybe later on we'll attack this later, but it opens the debate of... That's one of the reasons why people uh, look down on Christ sure. is because we pretend to be as flawless as him. Right. Ministers are perfect. Yeah. And you're, you're God's perfect, so therefore everyone that follows him must be perfect because yes. we're so perfect that now we have enough time to, and to like stop working on our perfection and start worrying about your, your perfection perfe- yeah. and how you're being portrayed. And it, it has come back to bite us in the rear end. Yes. So uh, many times, yeah. in so many ways. But so. even like we just read, mm-hmm. Paul, Paul, we uh, that whole sermon is about Paul. Um, well, even Paul, who I give a lot of respect to Paul. Sure. Paul, undeniable. Know, yeah. Great man of God. Mm-hmm. Even he's like, listen, I'm going to glory in my weaknesses. Yeah. He's not, he, Paul, one of the great scriptures of Paul, and I know we got to quit, but, uh, but one of the great scriptures of Paul, he's like, listen, he starts bringing out his accolades. He's mm-hmm. like, man, I, I'm a Pharisee, you know, and I've done this and I've done that. And yeah. I, you know, and he, uh, he's of the stock of Israel and I'm a Roman citizen. And he brings out all of these facts about it. But he was like, but that's nothing. Yeah. He's like, I could boast in all of that. He's like, but I'd rather glory in my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. The fact that I can't do this or I struggle with this. And one comes alongside God mm-hmm. comes and helps me through this and makes me something that I can never be on my own. Yeah. And to me, that's the transformation that we're mm-hmm. talking about. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about this whole month at our church is yeah. this transformation information about how to get to the point where I'm not just trying to make God do it all. I'm not trying to bargain or deal with God. You know, if God, if you do this, I'll do this. Right. No. What, letting God come alongside and walk us through until we can look back and say, look how far I've come. Look mm. how far I've changed mm-hmm. by walking with him and, and allowing him to do the things in my life he needs to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about where we're going this month. I really yeah. do. I Transformation like information. It's going to yeah. be a good month, and stay tuned yeah. uh, to catch the rest of them. And if you are available to come visit with us in person, we'd love to have you. We're in Victoria, Texas, 206 Broadmoor. Uh, it's a... 77904 area code. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that that's going to help you that much in this little town, but uh, <laughs> it might. If you can find a Walmart on a barrel, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not too far from it. But anyway, give us a come by and visit and uh, spend some time with us, and we'd love to have you as our guest. And if you're unable to meet us in person, we have so much material, so many of these converse- conversations like these, mm-hmm. and also sermons. Uh, you can look back in our catalog and listen to some for, some past podcasts but find us on 
YouTube. Yeah. At Northgate Church. Uh, Northgate Church God yes. or Northgate no- Church God? Northgate Church of God. Uh, on YouTube and also on Facebook. Just search around and find it. And we have so much material on there. We love for your feedback or any other way we can uh, get information to you or how we can better uh, proclaim the gospel to the globe. Anything we can do. Um, but anyway, till we see you next time, before mm-hmm. we leave, we're going to have Pastor pray mm-hmm. for us. And uh, pray that you guys who are searching and looking for transformation, that uh, the Lord will find it, find or you will find it in the Lord, mm-hmm. and uh, and pray that God will continue to have His way. Pastor, pray for us. All right, Heavenly Father, we come to you in Jesus' name, uh, and we just ask you for the transformations in our lives that we know we need, God. And if someone's listening to this podcast right now and they and they're saying, God, that yep, I need to transform this, and I need to transform that, and, and maybe they've tried a million times on their own and, and always come up short. Maybe they've made a million resolutions, and, and they've always faded away. God, I pray, uh, help them. Help them to understand that it's not by their power or their might, but it's by your Spirit, says the Lord, and we have to have you if we want effectively to change the course of our life, whether it's anything, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, it doesn't matter, God. We know that you're the one who changes our life and, and that you want to come alongside us and work with us uh, and walk through us because your grace is sufficient, like we talked about, and you have an answer. So, Lord, whoever's hearing this right now and they're crying out to you and they're asking for change, for transformation in their life or in their family or at their job or wherever it is, God, God, I know you know the answer. And I pray, Father, that instead of trying to make deals with you, instead of trying to bargain with you, uh, but Lord, they would just surrender and walk with you uh, and allow your your goodness and, and your grace to wash over them and to bring them to the place of transformation that glorifies you, God. And, and I pray that that happens for every person that's listened to this that desires transformation in their life or in their family or in their home or their business. It doesn't matter. But God, we know you're the source and we know that you want to walk with us through this life uh, and not apart from us give you all the praise and glory for it today god and if anybody's listening to this uh today god and they need salvation i pray that you reach into their heart and wash away their sins god and forgive them put them on the straight and narrow we thank you lord give you all the praise in jesus name amen amen all right ladies and gentlemen thank you for your attention thank you for stopping by and until we i guess you hear from us again, again. we'll talk to you later bye bye